<laughs> Welcome to the um, first ever podcast hosted by yours truly, Elise Walker, called Bachelor of Arts School of Life. Um, it's going to be the podcast that kind of combines two different approaches to starting a professional like arts career, um, whether you decide to go to school to study your craft and then start a professional career, or maybe you decided to just give it a go right after um, high school or, I don't know, a little bit further in your life. Um, so I'm really excited. I've got like some really cool people coming on this podcast that I haven't asked yet, but it'll happen by the time this comes out. So they're not, they're not confirmed. <laughs> not confirmed yet, but you know what? I'm excited. It's going to be great. Um, I've got people who have been on the Grammys. Don't know who that is. <laughs> um, illustrators, photographers, dancers, choreographers, production, creative people. So... <laughs> Um, I'm excited. It's going to be really fun. I think there's a lot of like really good conversations to be had that I, I have with people like <laughs> that I have with people like one-on-one that I'm like, Psh, we should put this up on a podcast. Um, as I said, I'm Elise Walker, officially now a podcast host, but I'm also a dancer, choreographer, um, love photography, um, love film specifically dance on film and so I've been dabbling in that and um yeah so if you want to see more of my like creative work um you can visit my Instagram page shameless plug en.productions on Instagram and then on Twitter it's uh the t-h-e and <laughs> productions uh, on Twitter um Eleni Walker is my guest my sister hello insert clapping <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is about to be all cackling just cackling. Right, like. I apologize for the mics. <laughs> I apologize for the mics. Yeah, I have a lot of to do a post. Um, yeah, Eleni's like, I'm, I told her ahead of time that I'd call her a multi-hyphenate because she does a lot of things from like dance to choreography, illustration. I think you should tease the listeners and viewers <laughs> um, with a little bit about like who you are and like just like a short blurb about your story. How'd you start? Um, So, like, hi. Happy to be here. Um, So, my name's Elaney. You already said that, but it's okay. Um, So, yeah. So, I started um, just doing ballet and hip-hop at Windville Dance Academy. Um, And then I started to slowly get into just more styles of dance. So, I started getting into, like, jazz, um, point, Contemporary. contemporary yeah. We did like Afro Brazilian. We did. Yeah. I mean, we did so many different styles. We did crump for like a second. Like, yeah, cute, we did. Put like, a blurb. <laughs> we <Staff> did. <laughs> literally, right. We did so many styles. So I I started off just doing that, and then I ended up moving when I was sixteen to a primarily hip hop studio um, because I I just was always better at hip hop than I was at technical stuff. And so I was I like, to I go feel back like I can watch your stuff because I feel like you were just as good at ballet I mean I think I was I mean but like I don't know. we can when, say we, we watch t- it <laughs> right we weren't really good at either I, I hate that's that the gag. <laughs> that's the gag we weren't good at either so uh, yeah <laughs> but yeah and I um yeah I just wanted to like I don't know I just felt more of a connection to wow Ooh. that was not <laughs> if you know, they, you know. I don't think they're gonna know. <laughs> if you know, you know. The new studio that you went to has <laughs> for those the connection. Yeah. So period. That was a really good plug. Um, but yeah, I feel like I had a really good connection to hip hop more and like hip hop music more. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's okay to say that like you liked or like connected with hip hop a little bit more because at that time that's probably true. Yeah. I also felt like, too, at um, Woodenville, the culture was you dance until you're 18, then you go to college and you stop dancing. And you stop dancing. Well, that's Unless that you go studio. to college yeah. for dance. Yeah. So I felt like the connection was not that. There were adults that were dancing and training, and I feel like it was just a totally different yeah. culture. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then I started, I started going to there, and then, I mean, it's been, <laughs> I've been in that crowd ever since, so... Yeah. So after, how long were you at the connection? Do you remember? Bef- before it, it closed? Yeah. 
or before you three years technically and oh i forgot so while you were at the connection you also were making trips to la everybody's favorite no, city that wasn't no i didn't start doing it, la until 2015 and it closed in 2015 km though i mean same thing really oh yeah because it, it changed names it like switched that's so right. Right. um not switch that's the wrong thing cut that out the connection closed and KM opened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I started traveling to LA in 2015. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, that was like, I did like one two week trip to perform at Carnival in Colonial Mark's piece. <laughs> I did um, his piece and then Devin Solomon and Josh Williams asked me to be in his piece as well. Shout out. Period. <laughs> And so then I was in their piece for Carnival. That was in 2015. Yeah. And then after that, all of 2016, I think I was there every month for yeah. the year of 2016. What was your, so your mindset there was like, would you say like when you got there, you were like, I think I'm going to really try to do this professionally. Like at some point you made um, that decision. I had always wanted to, Yeah. to be honest. Yeah. But like that was the first time that I'd been, because I had never been to LA. Last time we were in LA was... Yeah. Disneyland, Disneyland. <laughs> and had to take a nap. Yeah, because you were little. Didn't get to enjoy she it. Was little. Didn't get to enjoy it. So that was like <laughs> to me. I don't count that. So my first time, really. Yeah, because you didn't even get to perform. No, no. I was like ten, I think. Yeah. So we don't. So my first time in LA, I tell people, <laughs> in 2015. So, um, I don't know. I just like really was like, oh, okay, yeah whoa, this is, like, the real thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, and then, fast forward, you started like, off 2020 with, like, a bang. I know. <laughs> like, January. I was going through my phone because I was like, oh, my gosh, I found the the video on my phone of Olivia and I watching Grammys? her laptop. Yeah, <laughs> watching the Grammys on her laptop where we're, like, screaming because we're like, oh, my God, that's Olivia. <laughs> Dancing with Lizzo. <laughs> that was crazy. And then after that, after that was Forever Twenty One. Oh, that was yes, Seven Eleven. <laughs> yep. Um, and then after that was a uh, Gap, Gap, Fenty, Gap, Fenty, and then Fenty Volume Two. Period. Let the just know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So you've had like a full twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Do you feel like, I mean, it's probably not what you had on your list of goals that you probably made, like, either in your head. Actually, it was. Really? You mm-hmm. feel like you did everything? I, that, I think this is the first year that I've actually literally done everything that I had go for goals mm-hmm. in 2020. That. Which is crazy because even it was through Rona. Yeah. I know. I was like, wow, she's, like, still working. So I'm like, I was telling Olivia, I was like, what is it going to be like when everything's open back up? Like, she's really about to be just, like... That's the plan. Full on busy. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, my my top goal was to do an award show. And I did that in January. I know. Dang. Right there. Talk about manifestation. I was like, oh. I said, all right. I mean, <laughs> didn't really like mean like in January, but like I'm down. You yeah, know? like nerve. I'm so down. I think we're going to take this time to like jump into the next segment. So we'll catch you back in two. Yeah. Two, two seconds. Yeah, like It'll two be seconds. two seconds for y'all. All right, welcome back. We're here with Lainey. We're going to get into some of the, like, more juicy tea. It's not really, like, tea per se. It's just, like, your hot take, my hot take on, like, we just have some opinions, I feel like, about things. That's all. Okay, what do you think about art schools? Like, what's, like, what's your dope. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think, um, you just mean, like, any? Yeah. Art schools? I think, um, I think it's really dope. How do you think it compares to like, like jumping right right into a professional career, like joining a company or going on tour? I feel like that's a question more that you can answer. Because yeah. I didn't go to a performing arts school, so I don't know. But see, that's the thing. I can only answer it from one side. Like, I just feel like I, I think I could have made it if I would have jumped into a company because like you sink or you swim mm-hmm. or like just jumping into a professional career. But I... Just don't think I was mature. 
enough because I think what a lot of people don't understand is like, and I think you can speak to this too, is like, it's one thing to show up to dance class when you're in high school. And it's another to like, take care of yourself in the classroom, like, like pay attention to your body, but also take care of your body outside of class. Because when you're dancing professionally, it's like, if you get injured, that's your money. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't really afford to get injured or you got to, like, dance through it. Right. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I mean, it just depends on how. That's just, I think that's just in general, but I think it just depends on how you were trained. Yeah. It's a completely different culture. Yeah. Because, like, when you're growing up in a studio, competition studio or whatever, like, you're not thinking about doing commercials. You're not thinking about doing yeah award shows. You're not thinking about that. You're thinking about being a part of a company. Yeah. So I feel like that's a totally different realm that I I can't really speak to just because I don't know whether or not performing arts schools like prepare you for the commercial world. Yeah. Yeah. But you feel like with your training, you felt like pretty prepared. Absolutely. To like go in and like be in a like a professional space, a space like the Grammys or like doing stuff for Fenty. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw how unprepared other people were. Yeah. Is crazy. And so it's like at some point it's like, do you really need? I mean, Olivia and I have this conversation all the time. Like, do you really need college or university? No. Um, and that and that's the thing. Like, at but it depends. Uh, yeah, it really does depend on the teacher because there's some things that you can only learn yeah. or that you would have only learned had you went to yeah college. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? I think in terms of like ballet and I think so. It depends on the person. I think in terms of ballet and contemporary, I think that going to a like a performing arts or like a, a liberal arts college or university can be useful if you've had the kind of like dance background we've had. Yeah. In terms of like your earlier, <laughs> the other studio, <laughs> because right. it, it just wasn't a competition studio. And it's not that the training wasn't good because when I did go to Cornish and when I did go to UW, uh, in terms of body alignment and making sure that that um, is appropriate with my own like physical capabilities, I knew what how I should and should not be dancing. <laughs> Do you just need? I burped. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, no, I feel like I there are definitely like a lot of pros because our studio was just the studio, like in terms of ballet and in contemporary they focus more on like alignment and making sure you were strong in a lot of like your smaller muscles and making sure you're using everything appropriately um the only thing that I'm like oh I wish I would have had a, like more of a push in terms of like getting my leg up there because when you when you leave your studio if you're gonna do anything professionally like you kind of have to battle with this like I gotta get my leg up there like, it's yeah. great that I'm in alignment, but I have to know what to do when they want me to go above 90 <laughs> degrees. Sure. Or, like, if they want a full tilt, and I don't have those kind of hips, but I got to make this happen. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I did feel like college helped me do that because it was the most I was able to, like, dance consistently. Yeah. Like, I was dancing five, six days a week, five hours a day at least. Yeah. And... You just get really strong. But if I came from like a different studio with a different sort of training that was maybe a little more intense, I don't know. I don't know if that would have been. That's pretty intense already. Well, I'm saying if I, going from like Woodenville to dancing professionally, I think would have been a little tricky. Just because the schedule, it's just not that kind of studio. It's a recreational studio. Listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. (laughs) The gag is that you don't really have to be good in L.A. Oh, in LA. And that was like one of the things that was so hard for me. Cause like, even when I did Sierra years ago, I remember, <laughs> I re- listen, okay. If you know, you know, Kalani Marks does 28 moves on one sound for real. 28 moves. <laughs> right. And then he's like, all right, next move. <laughs> You're like, oh, I thought I just learned the whole piece. No. So that's what I was used to, to do Sierra for like we day. We were step clapping for two A counts. And I was like, Oh, that was like the first time that I was like, I felt like I was doing too much. And I was like, yeah. so why are we training yeah. like this to then get on stage on a real job yeah. to step clap? Yeah. Now that's not every job, obviously, but that was like the first time that I was like, and then I just started noticing, like when I see like 
certain dancers or something on a job. I'm like, you yeah. don't even really have to be that trained up. Like you, like that was the misconception that I think that the studio that I was at dancing at like yeah. had. We trained so 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 hard. Yeah. To like be the best, which I'm not gonna say it wasn't necessary because I think that that's coming in handy for me now, obviously, yeah. and I think it always comes in handy. But like that's the thing too is like the people that are flexible. Yeah. But like don't have any technique are the ones that are going to get the job versus mm-hmm. you who has the technique mm-hmm. but can't get their leg up as high. Yeah. Like that's what is so and that's what you have to like get used to and like figure out how to maneuver around. Yeah. That like I learned obviously thank God before I moved to LA but I'm like and that's you, know, you have technique. to be good. You have to be pretty. You, <laughs> if you look good nine times out of ten you're going to book some, over someone that actually is a good dancer. Yeah. The other thing is is like and this happens in the contemporary world, especially in um, professional companies. It's like if someone who's been there for, let's say, five to ten years. That's, wow, that's a career. <laughs> let's say they've been there for quite some time and they leave and they're five four. They've got one costume because, you know, like in contemporary, they're gonna, they repeat right. a lot of like famous reps for that specific company. They're only looking for people who can fit the 5'4 costume. So you could right. be this like six foot, like tall, beautiful dancer with technique, and you're not gonna get into the company because you don't fit the costume. But I will say <laughs> that there are those cases though that you and that's the thing that like you get caught up into that aspect of it, of just like not fitting the look or you just whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you also, for me, it's kind of like I wanna be so good that you make me a costume. Yeah. Like dang we weren't looking for a six foot girl but like she's so good we can't not take her yeah so i feel like that's how i personally was like "Mm, okay so clearly and i'm short so for sierra especially sierra's it's tall yeah (laughs) how tall are you barely five four you're five four like low-key five three Ooh. so like (laughs) sierra's dance five four if you did pilates and stretched (laughs) (laughs) right Five four in a pump, you know what I'm saying? Oh, not in a pump, like a kitten heel. No, you mean a no, full like pump, a, like a Louboutin, like a full. Oh, that's not five four. You're for sure five three. You got to wear a pump to be five four. Five, yeah, five five. I think you're five five because I think I'm. I'm five, not five six. five and without a pump on. Oh no no no. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't know. Why, not. I don't know don't why I said that. But yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's easy to get caught up in that. Yeah. Realm of LA. Yeah. Or just the industry in general. I want to specific, yeah. specify it to LA. But well, let's talk about it because that's actually one of the questions I had is like work ethic. Like, I think from you, from your perspective, you can say, like, hey, I don't get caught up in like, oh, there's only this person and they're only going to fit this costume. I technically am not that, like, I'm not going to fit those specs, but. I'm the kind of person who's just going to go in and I'm just going to work hard. And my goal is to make a game out of it by saying, I'm going to work so hard that you want to pick me and you want to cast me mm. and put me in the piece and you'll make a costume for me. But there's a lot of people who I don't, I don't think they're there yet. I feel like that's like level three right. <laughs> in terms of like your own mental um, acumen. Is that the right word? If it's not, then let's replace that with like abilities. In case my vocabulary is <laughs> not the one. But there's, I think, like, and, and you and I have both been teaching for a long time. And that's, like, really hard. Like, work ethic and then, like, your mental has yeah. to be on point because you you can't be sensitive in L.A. When did you make the shift to, like, say... I got to make this happen. Come hell or high water. I got to learn this piece. I'm not going to get distracted by the fact that I just messed up a billion times. Like, mm. how did you get there? Because I don't think. Honestly, it was dad getting sick. Ooh. Because I that Breach. really put a lot of things into perspective for me. Yeah. As far as like how. Like. I don't know. You just kind of feel like here's this person that has this huge battle. Yeah. yeah. That's doing all of this. And then I can't. Right. I can't, I can't get, over get my an eight count. I can't work hard. <laughs> Ooh, preach. What? So yeah. I feel like that was yeah. this time specific. I mean, I had always worked hard because that's how we were raised. But yeah. that was like, for me, like when I switched, like I was like, I did not switch studios. I'm not doing all this freaking work Yeah. for like nothing. Yeah. And then you have someone that I was like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like that was 
it was more important for me to exhaust all my options and to try as hard as I can and then it not work and then be like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Versus like not. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I, for me, I don't know what it was like for you, but I feel like dance was the first thing where I saw like, oh, if I actually give this my all, I see a change. Yep. School like, was not like was that for the, me. <laughs> school wasn't like that for me. Like I, I mean, we can talk about that to you later, but like. That was like struggle because I would really try hard in school. I would try so hard just to still get a B minus or C. And nothing <laughs> I'm like, so then why am I staying up till two in the morning? I don't need to. <laughs> I'm going to get the same grade. I might as well not try. <laughs> might as well. But yes, I agree. That's the first thing that I was like, oh, like. Yeah. Like if I do 50 tondus. Yeah. And try my hardest to turn out, even though the first 48 are going to be gross. Man, those other two, right? They're about to be firing. <laughs> like they're about to be crazy. And you are, and the thing is, is like you always saw small growth. So it wasn't like, it's not ever like it was like, oh, if you work hard, you get it on the first try. Because that wasn't the case either. Yeah. But it was always like you saw something or you felt something different to where you're like, oh, okay, I'm going, I'm on the right path. Yeah. So let me keep doing it because I know where I'm gonna go. And then that kind of kept you motivated still to like yeah. work hard, even though it wasn't working. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. If that makes sense. So you just feel like you've kind of always, so, so you said, so like dad getting sick. That was like the turning point because that was also the year that I switched to the connection. So like that was, yeah, that was a lot of news. It was a lot of stuff. When did you feel like, um, when did you decide definitively like Lainey talking to herself, like, Hey girl, (laughs) for people um, with the audio version, um, audio only version, I've got a little like hand puppet and I'm like talking to my ear, pretending I'm Eleni and the hand puppet is also this illustration. Eleni. She is doing that. <laughs> Eleni's in herself. Anybody's wondering. But when was it like, did she whisper, hey girl, let's move to LA. Let's just like, yeah, let's just like do it. Let's just like make it happen. And, and yourself said, what? So what you're saying, when was Maybe. that? Yeah. Like when, when were you like, no, I'm, I'm going to do this. Literally the first time I was in LA. It's very LA of you to like do carnival. Can you like, talk about what carnival is? Because carnival, <laughs> carnival, <laughs> and jete are like these performances that happen monthly in a club. I guess you would say, yeah, yeah. definitely a club. Yeah. Um, and they're just like stage performances. Nothing, it's nothing really crazy, but it happens like once a month. Yeah. And, you know, they have different choreographers come in and um, put pieces on stage and it's like a club. So then you're like at a club. So you're having fun. You're like drinking yeah. or whatever. You're watching your friends on stage. Like it's just like a really cool like situation. And Carnival. Great vibe. Was like a really, really big deal. So like being able to like do Carnival. Where it, like nowadays it's like different. But yeah. back in the day it was like a, like a really big deal. So yeah. it's like really cool. I was like, oh my God. I'm going to do more <laughs> So <laughs> I remember being really excited for my first jeté and carnival. Um, so yeah. And then after that, you were like, it's a wrap. A wrap for what? Like I'm going to LA. Like I'm going to make it happen. Oh yeah, for sure. But wait, so the thing is, is like that's that the, the culture of the connection and like how Kalani Mark, Kalani Marks, not his full name. Dang. <laughs> how Kalani <laughs> like trained was like the goal is to move to LA and is to be an industry dancer. So like that was always on my mind. Yeah. To be honest. We need to, we need to rewind though, because I think there's a lot of people who know you now, like as lanes <laughs> with three Z's. Right. <laughs> but I need people to understand that like, and maybe you can talk a little bit more in detail about this. Like if we're talking about work, work ethic, you were in your room learning do you remember that one, Nisi Chong? Shout out to Nisi Chong if you're, if you're ever going to listen to this. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Wait, was it Nisi's dance? I watched I'm it. pretty sure it was Nisi Chong. It was like BZ Community. Yeah, Boogie Chong. Yeah. I sure was. But you were in your room. In this office, on the computer. Oh. Watching. I definitely said in your room. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was in my room practicing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would like watch it And you so learned it off the video. It. Yep. And I don't think people, I think the people who know you now are just like, oh, Lainey, like, yeah, you're just so good. You just popped out the womb. Right. That's not what it is. But But people think you really just like came out the womb and you're just like. And good. No. And that's like. I wasn't. I hate to sound like an old person, but sometimes like the young whippersnappers, they forget that like you've literally been dancing forever. Literally 21 years. Not just dancing, not just showing up to class. Like 
That's like training. Doing your job and asking for a raise. Like you're doing your job. I'm I'm already paying you to do your job. Right. You have to kind of go above and beyond you before you ask for a raise. Expectation. You are at home <laughs> learning the stuff off the, mm-hmm. the thing. Client didn't even know I was learning half of his like RNG pieces off of YouTube. Listen, y'all. Okay. But when we talk work ethic, that's really what we're talking about. Like people have to understand. And it's not just one night because, you know, I do this sometimes too. Where I'm like, ooh, I feel inspired. I just watched a dance movie or whatever. Yeah, it was all the time. And I'm like, ooh, I'm about to really be in here. Just And then you wake right. up the next morning and then 24 hours later, yeah, you were like, like, I forgot my goal. Like I forgot. Oh, I lost my fire. Like, no, you got to do it all the time. All the time. That was also the thing like, and it's funny. I actually just ran into this situation with a certain person. <laughs> But, (laughs) um, like, I was always, I don't want to say being made fun of, but, like, it was always a topic of a conversation, which I think just dancers that dance like that can relate in general. Yeah. But of, like, the, sorry, I can't have dance Mm. (laughs) kind of thing. And, like, people always were like, well, you're always dancing. You're not going to ever meet anybody else. or You're not going to ever do this. You're always doing this. And I'm like, but then it's like you look at what I'm doing now. Exactly. And I'm like, well, if I didn't do that, I wasn't going to be able to be where I'm yeah. at now and be respected. Like to me, like that was, yeah. at least I hope I'm respected. I think I am. I think you're, you're definitely respected. <laughs> People care about you. And <laughs> but like, to me, that's more than just like, it's, it means more to just be, do you feel like you missed anything? No, that's what, you know, like you still have time for your friends. That's what I'm saying. You still and have time, time for birthday parties and, I went to all of the birthday parties that I was invited to. <laughs> I think I missed dance. I can count. It's under 10 times. Yeah. And I still went to everything. Yeah. That's why I'm like, it's really like not that deep. Yeah. That was like the main thing. Like if you want to do it, like freaking do it. Yeah. Like, so I'm now getting into like drawing and stuff. So I'll literally be sitting drawing. Mom just got mad. You can cut this out. You can keep it in. I think we should keep it in. She just, she just got mad because not mad, but like annoying because I was gonna draw instead of hang out with her. But I'm like, I this is something that I have to like, I have to you have to practice, especially with something like drawing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I only got good because I was drawing all the time. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So then it's always like a, well, you're gonna sit there and draw for yeah. six hours, or you're gonna sit there and draw, da, da, da. Yeah. And I'm like, well, watch me illustrate for something. Yeah. And then <laughs> Yeah. You're like, wait, when did that happen? Oh, exactly. You know, it was always my motivation was like, I hated like as a kid in high school, junior high, I hated like looking up after either maybe like winter break or even summer or even it was during the school year and then something would happen in the summer and a friend or like an acquaintance would come back and all of a sudden they're doing something really cool. Mm. Like... Oh, I, I, she really probably wasn't that cool. Let's be honest. It wasn't that cool. But to me, I hated that. And I was like, oh, when did they like start doing that? Mm. And that always, I always saw that. And I was like, I need to always be working. Like, I want to be the person (laughs) when people look up, they're like, oh, when did you, when, when did you start working on that? And it's like, I started working on it while you were out partying or like, right, whatever. So I've always been that kind of person, but, or not always. Is there anything about moving to LA that you wish someone would have told you before you moved there? No. I think I learned everything before I moved there. And I really? did it on purpose. Because people don't tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Um, people. A lot of people don't tell you like about other people. And how they're going to act towards you. Like mean? Like Shady. Shady. Shady boots. Why is it like that? I don't understand. <laughs> That's my thing. There's enough money and there's enough jobs to go around for everybody. I don't really understand that. Personally, I don't operate in that way. Yeah. But I did it on purpose. Like, I was like, I'm not, because everybody always wanted me to move there. People were asking, people literally this year were like, you just moved? I thought you lived here. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I was just there all the time. So people thought I lived there. But I did not want to move until I, I one, made the relationships that I wanted to make first. And then two, I was like, there's just certain things, even like little things, like as far as how people lived, like how dancers live in LA. I was like, no wonder you're miserable because your home, you're not making your home a home. So it's like a place that you stay. And so subconsciously or consciously that affects your overall mood. And then on top of that, you're not booking this audition or you're not booking this or you're not getting noticed in class or you're not getting called out or 
So then you yeah. add all of that on top of it. So then, yeah, you're miserable. Yeah. And then when you go home and you go to sleep, it's a futon. Do you think that's because people aren't making enough money or? No, you can make anything uh, homey yeah. out of anything. I don't. I mean, I kind of No. Well, yeah. Unless you're you don't really have to just li- like. You don't have to get everything from home goods in Pier 1 for it to be a home. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can literally go to Dollar Tree. I know. Find a whole hey, setup. don't sleep on Dollar Tree though. If you want to sponsor us, Period. Dollar Tree or uh, what is it? Dollar everything. You know, let a girl Dollar know. Tree. <laughs> I made my Christmas wreath out of hot glue and some stuff I found at the little. That's what I'm saying. Like little little. You really don't have to do much, <laughs> but I think like even spending time, like like paying attention to just like even what you wear or yeah. like little stuff like yeah. within your home. Like I was paying attention to all of that. Yeah. And I think there was like one person that I was like, oh, two people, sorry. There's two people that I went to like and I stayed with them and I was like, oh, wow, I love this. Like yeah, this feels a like a home so that when you're coming home and you're decompressing, yes, you're decompressing like actually vocabulary. able to like do that. What? I said, yes, decompressing vocabulary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I tried to learn as much as I could before. So I wasn't surprised. Yeah. And I good. can't really say that I've. I mean, also, this isn't a really good, like, time because it was corona. That's true. So that I don't really, I don't really Shout out to you. I mean, I'm also very separate. Like, I try not to be around people. And you feel like people try to fake the funk. I mean, you do there. to a certain extent. I have to, mm. to a certain extent. Like, you have to, you have to play the game. Like, and it's a literal game. <laughs> oh. So you do to a certain extent, but you don't have to sell out in order to play the game. Yeah. But playing the game to me is okay, so I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it the way that I want to do it. Yeah. Like, meaning, like, body conscious. Body conscious does not mean when that says, like, on an audition, um, come body conscious and blah, 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 blah. That doesn't mean that you come in a thong and, like, in a bra. That doesn't necessarily, that's not what that means. Body conscious can literally mean a full cat suit. My, there is no skin showing, but you can Ooh. see my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because for me, I'm not trying to wear a thong. I'm just not. Out here jiggling and... No, I mean, shout out to you. Period. Listen, if you want to do that, I mean, ain't nobody mad at you for that. But like, that's the thing. I think people feel like they have to do that and have to be naked. No, no one said that you had to be naked. They just want to see your body. Yeah. They just need to know what your body is. So like that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just have to play the game. So in a way you are, but you're not, you don't have to sell out yourself in order to like be in, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I love that. That was really a lot. That was like a lot. Oh, that was great. Um, can we talk about as much as you can disclose? Not this year's Fenty show. <laughs> Let's talk about the OG Fenty show volume numero uno. Well, technically, that was the second one. The first one was the year before. But this was the last year was the yeah. first one they had dancing. Like a lot. No, the first one. The one from last September. That premiered that last That was September. the second one. Was it really? She had another one that was never even more model-based. Got it. So got it, then, it. like, the dancers were, like, doing visual stuff. But the, last year was, like, the first <clears> one, like, it was really about the okay. dancers. And it was, like... Can you talk about how? How did you... Can you talk about <laughs> how that? How did I get that? Yeah. How did you... How did you book it? Like, what were you thinking? <laughs> crazy. How did you keep calm? And also, <laughs> I don't know how many people know this. Maybe, maybe... Like, the people who are listening to this are going to primarily be people we know. But you have asthma. <laughs> I do. So how does that all... I'm allergic to everything. ...play in? Um, okay, so the first question. <laughs> I actually happened to be... I forget what I was actually in L.A. for. I think I just wanted to go to L.A. randomly last year. This was, like, end of July. I was only supposed to be there for, like, five days. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So I was only supposed to be there for, like, five days... And then Antoine actually texted me and was like, hey, we're doing like a private audition for, I don't think he said what it was for, actually. He just said it was with Paris. Yeah. And he invited like, I think it was maybe 30 people, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, and so then I had to extend it, my flight. I think it was like another two days. And I remember, <laughs> I remember being in the office because I was just always in the office at KM. And Paris came in and she was like, oh my God. And I had seen her in February of that year at Monsters. And she had recognized me from like Kalani's videos and stuff, but she had, we had never like met. Yeah. Like actually. And so then months later she's doing the audition and she was like, Oh my God, I didn't know you were in town. Like, 
hi, are you auditioning? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh my God, absolutely. <laughs> I just was like, oh my God, she like remembered me. <laughs> and so then I auditioned, whatever. And then she called me, I remember she called me back into the room and she was like, hey, like, so literally it was just me, her, and her assistant Jamal. And I think Antoine. <laughs> she called me back in there. So I was like, am I in trouble? Like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Like, this is like a thing. And she was like, so like, are you comfortable like in lingerie? And I was like, um, and in my head, I was like, most likely no, but I'm like, not going to say no, Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, for you, I literally was like, yeah, for you, I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's do it. I'm down. It's she was like, okay. And so then that was like it. And then you got a text message of like, okay, like you've been selected by Rihanna. Like you're going to do it. And so. Oh my God. What were yeah. you thinking? Did you like freak out? Did you have to take a puff of your I didn't asthma really know. in your albuterol? <laughs> no. From excitement. It's not really that bad. My asthma's not that bad. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's like a weird thing because like I've been around artists before, so it's not so mm. much like, oh my God, I'm dancing with Rihanna or anything like that. It's just, you kind of just have to figure out, okay. I've never been to New York before. That was like a whole situation yeah, was... because I've never, ever been there before. So culturally, <laughs> New York is so much different than yeah. Seattle. Like yeah. what? Um, so like that was going to be a thing. And then also you just never know what to expect. So I was like, I've seen the last show, but it seems like they want to do more dancing this year just based off of the audition. So I was yeah. like, okay. Was and so I've never, dancing. I've done Paris's stuff at Monsters. So I was like, I kind of know. And- her stuff is a lot. Yeah, it is. Her so dances I was are like, I can whoa. only imagine a whole show. So I was like, that was really what I was mentally preparing for. Yeah. So, I mean, once we were there, like, you, you always got to get past like the first like two days. Yeah. Because then you're like, okay, I know how to maneuver. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, like my asthma wasn't really bad until this year because we had to wear masks. Yeah. So let's do one for the people. What would you give the aspiring... 13 to 22 year old who wants to be like a professional dancer in any genre um but maybe like lacks a little like self-confidence or like doesn't have all the support because like we always had support from our parents Mm -hmm. for the most part like we might get a lecture or two, but also, but they would still like right. support us and like show up to shows and all of that stuff. What would you say to them? Um, to help them get to like, I feel like mental. I think one, you have to really hone in like what it is that you actually really want to do. Cause professional dancer is so broad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so like if it's, I want to dance for this artist or yeah. I want to do this thing. I want to do commercial work. I want to be a part of a crew. Not a crew. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Good. <laughs> crew. Or like a company. Yeah. Like I think one, that's like step one. Yeah. Um, and then as far as like, I don't know. I feel like if, you, if you're supposed to be doing it, it's going to happen. Mm. Regardless of who's in your corner or not. Yeah. Like if you're supposed to be there, you're supposed to be there. And then the people, literally, you can decide to keep this in or not. <laughs> like, mom did not jump on the bandwagon until after I booked Nike. That's true. She just didn't. And there's, no, I mean, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But she was more of a fan of what? I'm pointing at my sister for the, for the audio. <laughs> um, she was more of a fan of that because she just liked the technical world. Yeah. And, like, she liked all of that. So she didn't really understand how hip hop could make you a living. Yeah. If it wasn't like, yeah, she remember, I remember her saying, like, I just don't want you to be like a video vixen. And I was like, yeah, I remember that. I said, well, that's more for models. Um, yeah, because they don't really dance. So I don't really know. Like, so I remember that. So then after I booked that Nike gig, being with Kalani for like three months, she was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because that was a good size, that was a good size check for what I was doing. So she was like, oh, so then that was when yeah. she hopped on the bandwagon, bandwagon. She's been there ever since, period. So my, my thing is, is like it, people are always going to hop on when they actually see something happening, unfortunately. 
So I feel like it's just more, you have to have tunnel vision. How do you do that at a, at a young age? When would you say you kind of got tunnel vision? How old are you? Um, I feel like I've always had kind of tunnel vision, low key, in different realms. Yeah, me too. When do you feel like it was the strongest? When I started training with Kalani. Mm. Because I was like, again, because I never really understood the point of like, okay, so I'm going to dance all this. I'm going to spend all this money. Yeah. And then at the age of 18, I'm going to stop. And then you're going to stop. Right. Like, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I never understood that. So that I was always trying to like maneuver around that. So then now being in a totally different culture where like, oh, you work until you're like old, old. And you can do this to like for a yeah. long time. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Like that was where I was like, all right, we need. To-. And then <laughs> I had been dancing for like 13 years before literally I even went to Kalani. Forever. <laughs> and it literally started, like, I felt like I was in year one again. <laughs> so I literally was like, all right. But because people just know me and they know what I'm capable of, now there's like an expectation. And like yeah. now there's like a different. So now it's like, I kind of wish that I wasn't that. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I could be in the back the whole time and I do groups. And everybody's like, okay, lady, let's go. Yeah. And I'm like, stop it. Shut up. I don't know the piece. Stop it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Let me figure it out first. <laughs> and it's so much pressure. And it's so much, it's so much pressure. And I don't think, I mean, obviously people aren't doing it on purpose or anything like that. But it's yeah. just like that Yeah, also comes with it. So that- You also have to, like, that's the thing, too. People love to hype people up. And it's like, when you're really in the pocket, mentally, though, like you don't receive it. You don't even really all. want to receive it no. because you're always your compass is always yourself. And right. so I feel like a good piece of advice would be like, yo, like take time to be solid in yourself because right. they're gonna you you will always find a yes man, like no matter where you go. Always. You will always find people who will hype you up <laughs> and all of that. Yep. And you will definitely find the people who will give you unsolicited criticism, especially online. But it's, like, the thing that calibrates you, that sets you, like, at, like, zero or, like, the default is, like, yourself. Yep. Which is why I was, like, you have to figure out what you want to do first and really specify and hone in what that is first. And Mm -hmm. then you go from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's great advice. Thank you so much. Kind of to wrap things up, what's what's next for you in 2021? Do you want to do a little manifesting, a little live? Period. I do want to do manifestation. Um, well, it's actually funny because I was listening to this artist. Her name's Pia Mia. I love her, and I definitely want to choreograph for an artist next year mm. and show my creativity. Yeah, because you're a choreographer. You you've been choreographing right. for quite some time. I just don't want to be a class choreographer you know what I mean like I want to yeah. be a creative director producer yeah. etc yeah so I feel like um which I mean it's partially my fault because I have work that I could post but I'm like without I'm a scared doubt. um <laughs> always scared too but you just gotta do it I know but um I yeah I mean I definitely that's definitely one of my goals is to like have an artist that I start working with like that yeah and I start kind of like coming up with um Kind of similar to like an Antoine and Kehlani situation. Like he was with her before she was Kehlani. Mm-hmm. And I like, I love that aspect of it. Yeah. So kind of that situation. Um, oh my gosh. That's probably the biggest one because I feel like that's going to take the longest. Yeah. But yeah. Say that though, might as well. Any other 2021 goals? I want to do more commercials. Ooh. Okay. Because I think I'm a commercial gal. I think you're a commercial gal. Yeah, no, I'm sad. Now, with saying lines, ooh, I can do it. Like, here's the thing. As soon as the camera comes on, I can fake it. I can yeah. really fake it, which is so weird. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine you in a commercial. No, that's what I I'm couldn't saying. be on set because if I'm on set watching you deliver lines. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's weird. Like, if I were to have to practice with someone, I wouldn't be able to do that. But if I can, like, if, yeah. soon, if I'm on set yeah. and they're like, okay, action, I can say yeah. whatever. Yeah. Hey, it's the Coca-Cola brand for me. Ooh. Or like something cheesy like that. Like I could do that. I can't say that though if I'm practicing yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. I hated role play. Did you ever do stuff in like when you did running start? Was it did you ever do Never. the thing where you had to or no at like with work sometimes you'd have to like role play? 
Yes. Um, you had to do that at Forever 21. <laughs> With the credit cards. Okay, role play like you're a customer and she's like really confused. <laughs> well, that's not really role play because I'm confused about this whole thing. So I that's fine. So but I hated awkward. that. I'm always like, I just make a joke out of it. And then I put on like a weird voice, <laughs> like a weird accent to like lessen the blow. Yeah, no, I hate it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but if that were on camera, I could do it. I mean, if it's like attached to money and it's a job, like I could just like figure internally it. slap myself and be like, get your shit together. And then I'd be like, <laughs> literally, yes, sir. I do declare. I don't know what line that's from, but. Not I declare. That's what it would be. Oh my but gosh, yeah. more commercials. So that's mainly what it is. It's great. Well, I'll be excited to see. I keep burping. That's okay. that. <laughs> well, I'll be excited to see what happens Next 2021. Year. I feel like we should do this again. You know how Billie Eilish does the Vanity Fair? Rear. One. I think Rear. we should do this. Next year, I saw someone else did one of themselves from 2019 to 2020 because now it's like a thing. It's become a thing. So. Yeah, I feel like we should do this next year and see what happens. We should. Um, let's take a break, and then we're going to jump into a segment called Office Hours. Okay. To stick with my Bachelor of Arts School of Life theme. And okay. <laughs> Office Hours is basically just going to be a couple, like, last-minute, like, hot-take questions. It's rapid-fire. You just have okay. to say the first thing that comes to mind, slash... Questions from the community. I just have like a couple. Not the community. Um, if you want to <laughs> submit questions for a podcast, um, yeah, you can send me a DM at on Instagram at en.productions or on Twitter at T-H-E-N Productions. So submit your questions there. Maybe put a hashtag uh, Bachelor of Arts. Then Productions? Yeah, because the other one was taken. Then? I could have put... N. It's supposed to be the N, but then it looked like Veen Productions, and I didn't Veen. want Veen. Period. <laughs> but yeah, submit your questions. Maybe start off with it uh, in the DMs first, and then um, if I create a hashtag, I'll share the hashtag. Um, but yeah, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back with Office Hours. Hi, everyone. It's Elise, your podcast host. I'm so excited that this first episode is happening. I just wanted to get on here and give one last little thank you for tuning into this first episode. This has been a long time coming, a somewhat passion project of mine, and I can't believe it's actually coming to fruition. Anyway, uh, thanks again for listening. And without further ado, let's hop into the next segment. All right, we made it to the end. Last little segment's gonna be called <laughs> Office Hours. And this is gonna Office be. Office Hours. Put it right there. Office Hours. Dang, you're giving me a lot of work to do in post. <laughs> Shout out to you, future release, for handling all this. Explanation point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the concept with Office Hours is that it's just questions from the community that guests like yourself yes, will community. answer. Since this is the first episode, I had a very limited number of guest inquiries or questions for Lainey. I have one that I want to share that I just thought was cute um, from a friend. <laughs> um, but I kind of supplemented it with my own questions slash, I think, I don't know, things that might be interesting that people might want to know. Taylor asks, how do you manage being that bitch? I <laughs> hate that. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's really difficult. It's really difficult. It's really because difficult. Because yeah. being her, ooh, she, her, she is. I hate really the like back and forth jiggle with the like guns. It's so difficult. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I didn't really know that I was going to be her. I hate this. this. <laughs> you want me to answer the question? I didn't know I was going to be her, so I'm still navigating. I would say. So I'll get back to you. Dang. When I'm done navigating that. That was great. That was great. Um, okay, real quick. What advice or feedback from an instructor, choreographer, fellow dancer has motivated you throughout your career thus far? Um, I mean, it was there's so many different people throughout the years. Um, to keep going, I would mm -hmm. say is like overall um basis like I've I've been told that so many times like oh my gosh you're only this age like keep going like you're gonna be so yeah. much yeah. this this and that yeah. kind of stuff Preach. Preach. Yeah. love that peaks and valleys 
Um, just in general. For 2020. Corona. Valley. Ooh. <laughs> Only because, like, there was... that. I, granted, obviously, what's supposed to happen is supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But I just knew that from January. Yeah. That I was like, I just feel like I'm going to work a lot. Which, technically, I still did. So, it's not like that was yeah. a lie. But um, that definitely, like... Put a damper on a lot of things. Yeah. Potential. Yeah. Definite, definite valley. Pretty true. Um, my peak was probably Gap. Really? Yeah, because that was like the biggest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Aside from Fenty. Yeah. But like I've never done a commercial before. Or Grammys. We keep right. forgetting about her. <laughs> we, can't, we can't sleep on her. <laughs> right. But I've never done a commercial. Like that was a national commercial. Yeah. Like I've never, yeah. and I never thought I was going to do it that quick either. So that was definitely like yeah, really, really cool. Thanks for joining the the potty. Cut that out. <laughs> Thanks for joining the podcast. Um, thank you to all the listeners out there. Hopefully we'll see what this looks like when I edit all this because I got two cameras going. One went out. There's a lot going on here. This one. Oh, the yeah. nice one. Yeah. Shout out to the listeners. If you actually are listening to this, I'm not imagining that anyone will listen to this like for a year. I think it'll take people a year to find this. Like I'm going to promote it. Period. <laughs> Pretty surely. By the time people I'll listen it, to I'll this, by the time it's fire, it'll be 2022. Period. And, and that's, fine. When it happens, it's supposed to happen. That's okay. I think I said that before. Plug. So shout out to people in 2022 for finding this podcast. Um, <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed it. I uh, can't wait to do it again. I do have some other guests. That are going to be coming on. Um, where can they find you on the interwebs if they don't At already know? You. Eleni Walker, A L A I N I W A L K E R on Instagram. I think I'm going to bring my Twitter back. Ooh, yes. I never knew that I was over it. Um, but that's at Lanes, I believe. L A I N Z Z Z 3. Z Z Z. Love that. Brand um, underscore underscore. Cool. I think. Until next time, this is uh, Elise with Bachelor of Arts School of Life. See you in the next episode. Hey. <laughs> Thank you so much.